0: Welcome to funny to a certain extent, you dummies. (laughs) They're so dumb.
1: welcome back everyone to funny to a certain extent i am your host alan with my co-host ryan yo and before we get into this i just want to tell you i fucking love our intro that shit's that shit pumps me up every time that shit plays i love it so thank you ryan for fucking hooking us up with that sick ass intro uh
0: yeah i'm thinking about remixing it and maybe uh getting some features on it maybe shaggy maybe travis scott uh I want to see if I, I have a, their a, number. I want a
1: Skrillex remix. But yeah, so welcome back, everyone. Uh, we have a really great episode for you today. We, But first, before we start with that, I wanted to give a shout out to all you guys who showed us a little bit of love on the last episode. last episode, mainly, you guys were chiming in on uh, pogs and marbles, and you guys were just kind of you guys were for sure backing us on that and i was a little nervous i was like man these guys probably think we're kind of idiots talking about pogs but everyone was like about it and everyone was like oh i remember this pog i used to get my pogs from here i used to do this i used to do that i used to slam i used to flick them so that was pretty sick
0: yeah it's an old trip down uh memory lane uh we went on uh well later on we went and started looking up names of marbles remember uh The Steelies, the Galaxies. galaxies, The
1: Galaxies were sick. The Cat Eyes, obviously. Naked Ladies, Bloody Marys. Every time I heard the word Jumbo, because I I listened to it, Jumbo just made me smirk. Jumbo and Boulders kind of get my juices going. I remember those bad boys.
0: Just little fucking rocks that, (laughs) (laughs) you know, entertained us for a little while.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that was great. Uh, So today's episode, we actually have uh, a cop buddy of ours, officer. We can't really say his name, but we're going to call him Officer uh, Pretzel Potato. That's who we got today. Right, Ryan?
0: Yeah. And it was uh, pretty enlightening. Some of the stuff he was telling us, Uh, some of the ins and outs of being on the beat, being uh, what was he calling it? Being a patrol? Yeah. Being on patrol. My bad.
1: I was a little nervous. Because uh, you know we do have a police officer on, and stuff is a little crazy right now. But it didn't really get into that. We got into like the logistics, the behind the the behind the behind the scenes of how it goes, which was it was like really good. It was it was like really interesting.
0: The nuts and bolts, the uh, the paperwork, the sirens, <laughs> the
1: sirens say the least.
0: The um mist that were just spilled
1: <laughs> oh yeah the the comparisons to movies because uh we uh we asked him a, a few movie questions and a, a lot of questions were kind of coming to me in these um just and i know it's for everybody too all these questions i asked were were pretty enlightening i was i was uh pretty relieved but also a, a little upset because he confirmed some of the myths and i'm like god damn it that is a thing so
0: <laughs> one thing that i didn't get to ask was um I don't know who told me this, but when I thought about it, it didn't make sense. It was like an Alan question, but I, I thought it through before I asked it to somebody. Oh, then it which wasn't an was, Alan question. <laughs> which, well, yeah, so it's what I'm saying. Before it got to... Turned you know, it into out a in Ryan the, question. Out in the public. But it was... I don't know if my family had told me this, but they were always like, um, if a cop pulls you over... No, a cop at night, can't pull you over if their like lights are off or if they're posted somewhere and their lights (laughs) are off have you ever heard that
1: i've never heard that i i always thought they could because they have to hide i'd imagine
0: well yeah well that's what made sense after a while i was like well (laughs) like then people would just be getting away with everything you know (laughs) yeah why wouldn't they
1: yeah it was like a safety
0: hazard or something but
1: (laughs) but it also what it is your family though your family is full of
0: uh People need to get away from the cops. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how to wait, phrase that. That's why I hesitate. I was like, I'm going to let Ryan fill that in. Ryan, Ryan has a pretty wild family, to say the least.
0: They're uh, what uh, I'm, I'm assuming law enforcement would call, uh, in quotation marks, runners.
1: <laughs> and what bartenders call regulars.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what well, bartenders called banned. <laughs>
1: But, uh, yeah, I don't know how you get banned after drinking one beer, but that is impressive.
0: Or throwing coyotes in bars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bro, your family is, we, we need to do an episode of just your family stories. We can't have your family on here for those reasons, but uh, we need to do a, a story of just your uncles in general, man. There's just so many. I've been to your house for your, usually I go home. On leave and it's your birthday we will go to your sisters for your for your birthday and bro your uncles always have wild stories i think you had an uncle or a cousin like hey man i haven't seen you in a while yeah man i just got really set of jail today and it's always something <laughs> like that there there's always some wild story about it
0: yeah yeah definitely i don't know if they know what podcasts are or what to- technology is really but <laughs> they would be just dis- uh, really entertaining
1: but yeah, maybe we could work that one day, but uh, that's that's a long work in progress. But anyway, we got uh, Officer Pretzel Potato uh, on today, so that's going to be really great. Uh, but before we start, we have our sponsor. From the people who brought you Slut Work Up, bring to you Dick Energy Drink. Dick Energy Drink isn't like any other energy drink. It has one key ingredient that the rest don't have. It's gum. Dick Energy Drink has multiple flavors for your needs, such as original, pink lemonade, limeade pubes, cream pie, with more to come. For safety reasons, Dick Energy Drink should be consumed by persons 18 and above. You don't want underage people drinking dick. Also, with summer coming up, it makes a delicious treat. That's right. Pour it in some ice cubes, freeze it, and you can eat it. That's right. Eat a dick. Also, for those of you who need a little more dick, try our new BBC cans. So that's right. Grab a dick. Ah, nothing like a nice American dick. Made in Bangkok. All right, and welcome back. Thank you to our sponsor. Dick energy drink. Our guest is someone that we've known for a while. So we have our buddy. He is he is currently a cop. You're a cop still, right?
3: Yes, I am.
1: <clears throat> so I messaged him. I was like, Yeah, we wanted to do a podcast about when you were a cop, and you were like, Bitch, I'm still a cop. I just kind of worked, you know, I'm a, I'm at a desk now. <laughs> and i was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so how long have you been a cop?
3: Ooh, it'll be twelve it'll be 12 years here pretty soon damn
1: is, is that yeah. like the longest job you've ever had
3: oh for sure yeah heck yeah I'd be, everything before that was just like uh random stuff through like tech agencies and
1: mm-hmm.
3: everything from like construction the packing houses to you were putting know. the
1: blinds for a while too right you were doing that yeah thing,
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> putting the blinds being in people's homes yeah but it was good it's um the job's been really good it's changed obviously over these past couple years
1: yeah i can Um,
3: see that yeah the relationships have been different but it's it's still an exciting job and uh, even though i don't have the same kind of uh i guess involvement like the capacity i used to it's still a still good job
1: uh is it like like are you gonna hit your 20 and be done or do you think you're gonna continue after like 20
3: um i don't know man because honestly like Despite what some people might think, law enforcement not the best uh, like a career financially to kind of finish off of. Like mm-hmm. if you get if you have the opportunity to get to business and stuff, that's the way to go. You know, considering everything aside from COVID. Um, yeah. You know, business is great, but uh, you know, law enforcement's been a good job. It's steady. It's just you know, like anything, like any other government job. Well, you know. It, yeah. I, for I sure. think there's kind of status quo
1: yeah so i want to go back to the beginning what is do you like what's do you remember stuff from the police academy like what was what was hard and what was easy about it like back then it might be different now but your experience what was that like getting started
3: um i think a lot of people might think that the physical part is the most difficult thing but your body adjusts to like a lot of that stuff well you know from the military you go in you feel like a you're a fat sack of piece of shit but after you know you your body adjusts you get used to it and then you start doing well it's it's just the the educational part like studying and memorizing all the rules laws and you know understanding what the liabilities are and then uh, just reciting all that stuff to these people that are instructing you make sure you pass all the tests because it's like each academy is different but um when i went to and some of the other ones like if you fail like you're you fail a test and you have a test at least i think it's hmm, i think once a week or every two weeks like if you fail it you have one chance to redo it and if you fuck that up you're done and you you, start all over
1: do you get dudes like dropping like flies like after a week or before yeah the the first half
3: the first week is the the most interesting week because you get fucking everybody from all walks of life showing up like yeah it can be a cop and then (laughs) they, they do stupid shit and they fill them out so um i remember one time i was like is this guy like supposed to be like um some kind of insider for the game so <laughs> you, 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 should, you show you show up like you know with your shit all pressed and you know fitted correctly and you, one thing for sure you're not doing is sagging right mm-hmm. <laughs> super cholo guy shows up sagging with his his <laughs> uniform pants too is like middle of a middle of his thigh and uh Dude, we're running around. We're, we're marching. He's marching out of step. He's doing like the fucking cholo league while he's marching. <laughs> he has <laughs> uh, Nike Cortez is
1: on. <laughs> he shows up. with up, foos? We're
3: going to be and <laughs> shit. This going to be crazy. No, he, he totally had that gangster accent, too. And um, he had the super baggy pants, and they were sagging. And uh, they were just jumping all over his ass. And then uh, one day he showed up with some gum. And he was chewing gum. Mm. <laughs> they made him put that shit on the tip of his nose and run around us while we were marching. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's hardcore. I didn't know they had clothes cat- <laughs> <was> like that. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. funny.
0: You know those guys who who act like they're uh, they know everything about like weapons and all that shit. was there those guys too who are like, I do this, I do that, like Chuck Norris legends?
3: Oh yeah, for sure. Those people get their asses rimmed because. <laughs> A lot of times, they don't want people coming in with, like, oh, I think I know what I'm doing. They'd rather you come in with, a, like, a clean slate because yeah. they can educate you and teach you. You come in like, oh, I know do this. Like, oh, this fucking idiot. Like, he's going to be that guy. And they just, I think with those guys, they just break them down as hard as they can and then uh, try to build them back up. You know, destroy whatever foundation they think they may have. But, uh, yeah. But going back to that Cholo guy, too, he, um, yeah, I forgot what he did. He did something stupid like he always did. And, uh, like, as part of his punishment, he had to do uh, push-ups um, on, the, uh, on the blacktop where we were all marching. And I'll, I didn't do anything wrong, but I was pulled aside just to be uh, to do push-ups against him as a competition. And they're like, you know, whoever uh, gives up has to do an extra mile or whatever. Oh, and uh, he was doing push-ups. I think he was like 20, and then he just walked off the fucking pavement and left, and that was his last day. He just fucking was... Fucking stupid, <laughs> eh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the gangs were thinking when they sent that dude in, but, yeah, he was <clears> he was at the <throat> prime pick.
1: They probably beat the shit out of him when he got back.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but, no, it, it's – you know, Academy is a good experience. It, um, it was an eye-opener, but, it was, you know, it's good.
1: How so, long was it?
3: Yeah. Um, They have different uh, different ways to do it. Like, you can do the, the intensive Academy, which is six months, but it's every single day except for – the weekend but some Saturdays you do have to show up and there's another one where it's like extend so if you're working and you're trying to go to the academy They have it in the nights and then on the weekends so that's like I guess a more like nine month type of period it could have changed since I've been there. that was like 12 years ago so
1: so with with all that the training and everything so you graduate so everything like you learned at the academy like does this did did that help like right away when you when you started like working or was it like Like, oh yeah, this helped, but at the same time, like you learn more like on the job kind of like as you were going.
3: Oh, for sure. The the second option is the way you know, that's kind of how it went. It was like you show up with anything else. It's you can only learn so much from books and from practical training, but experiencing, you know, people in the street and dealing with those people, it's it's way different. And then learning how just the biggest thing is to be a problem solver, like everything, so you have to be a gun ho fucking hard ass cop. And it's like, no, it's not that at all. It's more of you know, you have to have your command presence obviously to kind of establish authority and like, hey, you know, show people this is how it's gonna go. But at the same time it's just being understanding and yeah. Like to... Using
1: using more words, right? Just like fucking talking to them like calmly and all that, right?
3: Oh, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Cause they you like you have a an ideal end goal and just make sure that they're you know, getting them to relax and to get on board with that because you can just piss anybody off if you want to. Mm-hmm. Just go to them and you know anybody could do that, but be able to kind of get people to calm down and find a solution to the problem that that's the thing but sometimes it's not that obviously a lot of times it's not that easy because you're showing up and you're dealing with people at their worst time at the worst part of their life and trying to help resolve those issues it's never that good like you get especially with domestic violence stuff or you know those kind of things so oh okay yeah um
0: Real quick, one time this this um we we're talking to this cop. I don't know why we we're talking to him, but he said that domestic violence goes up when the raiders lose or something like that. Do you know <laughs> do you notice anything like that?
3: Oh, for sure. Oh, I <laughs> imagine during COVID. Oh yeah, people are beating the shit at each other during COVID. But um, no, winter time, yeah, because everybody's stuck inside. You got kids home during a uh, winter break. That's gonna cause a problem. <laughs> kids driving yeah. the
1: fucking parents crazy. Oh, yeah, heck, the fucking yeah. violence
3: because yeah there's you know the, mostly the kids are at school and you don't have to worry about them but yeah you're at home all day and a lot of times too these people like they they don't work so there's that home all day collecting you know whatever and then mm-hmm. the kids are home and then they're just fighting with each other and you're never really going to we don't get called to people with health relationships. <laughs> <So> <laughs> when we get called, it, it's just pretty bad already. So, like, yeah, can't. I'd like to
1: call the police. Like, our relationship's doing really good. I'm just letting them know. What
0: is it? It's, it's, it's the Raiders. You're just not doing well right now.
3: I'm just trying to add. What's to the all, positive Davis? Stats? <laughs> a bunch of like,
0: yeah. women out there. Like, come on, Raiders. Come on, make a good draft.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, well, what's it what's it like being like like a rookie? Like, is that a thing? Like, like, hey, rookie, come over here. Or, like, do you get kind of like bullied a little bit? Like, since like you're brand new.
3: Oh heck yeah, um, yeah. You, you, they they throw all the stuff on you. Like, oh, have you experienced this type of call yet? You know, it's not your beat. You're like, no I'm like, well, you are today. So if I can <laughs> go to the call. You show <laughs> up and you, you show up in the you know the officer is already closest and that's his beat. Is handling it and like, well. Have you done this yet? No. Okay. Well, then take over. You, you, this is your call now. Like, fuck. You just get buried in paper. But it's all about seeing how much you can handle, how you deal with stress, and and uh, time management. So, yeah, first year. Even though you, you, don't, you don't not you're not supposed to get overtime the first year because they want you not first year, but when you're uh, going through your training process, your FTO program, mm-hmm. it's uh they they don't want you to just, I guess have a bunch of overtime, but and it, it ends up happening because you just have to uh, work through everything and. You know, finish reports, and you, or you finish it on your own time because you don't want to be that piece of shit that doesn't get it done. And like, what the fuck's your problem? <laughs> Everybody else is able to do it. Oh, why can't you do it? So, but yeah, first six months are definitely not easy.
1: Do you um? Do you ha- do they kind of like? Is it like left seat, right seat in a way? Like, are you with somebody, or are you just kind of like you're with somebody for like a couple weeks, and then you're on your own? When, you, um, when, I heard, you, when you're your rook,
3: I've heard different like variations. Some uh, departments they'll they'll do it where. There's four phases, and each one is about a month long. So I said six months earlier that that's actually incorrect. It's more like four months. Like your first month, you're you're pretty much um, riding passenger, and you just kind of like learning the city, learning how to do things. In the second month, you're taking over. So it's just uh, some people have it broken down downward. You know, first month you do twenty five percent of the work, next one is fifty, and so on and so on. So by your fourth phase. Like, hey, you're gonna be operating like a full time officer. This is you, you do it. I'm shut up, and I'm just a passenger. And then your last two weeks is kind of a shadow phase. So, they some they may just follow you in a separate vehicle and just watch everything you do, which is pretty cool because uh, you can fart in your car without having to (laughs) worry about pissing off your FPO. (laughs) That's the biggest thing, right? Because you're in your car all day long, and you're like, like. You want to have listen to your music. You want to be able to eat your snacks and fart when you want to (laughs) fart, and not to worry about anything. So, but yeah, that's how how that works. So, eventually, you don't. But some cities, like the bigger cities, at nighttime, they'll double up just because it's just so much, uh, so much fucking um, crime and possibility that you might just be running it into a situation with Mm -hmm. with only one car.
1: So, do you you prefer kind of like being by yourself and not having a partner?
3: um yes and no because i did both like when i did that and then when i did detective work we're more like partnered up but uh i don't know it just depends um it's nice just to kind of be by yourself but then the second hand you got a partner someone to watch your back and somebody to joke around with that's the biggest thing because yeah talking to somebody and just bullshitting that's that's definitely a plus what what are the hours like or what were they like for you um Twelve. yeah we work 12 hour shifts but then sometimes you get um, somebody calls in sick on the you know graveyards or day shift and they're like, hey, can you stay over for another four hours? So you work 16s sometimes, but the way our union argued it was like, okay, no more than 16, because then you gotta come back the next day and work a regular shift. So yeah.
1: So is it is it like um, just 12 hour shifts and like so many days in a row or every other day?
3: No, we so we work like three twelves, so which work was great because you have four days off. So hey, in a two sick. week period that's headache. Headache. <laughs> Yeah, in a two week period you have like you would have 7 days off and 7 days on.
1: That's pretty cool.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's good.
1: So, um <clears throat> so we we kind of want to get into like the the movie aspect of it so like when you first get there is it is it like the movies like is everybody in like a big meeting and then like the captain walks in and is like alright everybody sit down and shut the fuck up you know what I mean like alright you and you you got this street today you and you you guys are fucking taking the part you and you are riding the bikes today is it like that <laughs>
0: Martinez Johnson and then there's that one guy in the back making jokes
3: <laughs> yeah I know um- no, definitely not. I think the whole department makes jokes, man. That, that's the thing about cop work. It's like in the military, everybody has really like gall- you know, gallows humor. It's just, uh, you show up being like, okay, we got this problem. We got this problem at this one house. They like, go, these motherfuckers again. And just, uh, you know, if they had a recording device in those briefing rooms, man, a lot of people would be in trouble. But it's just the way everybody deals with shit and just talks shit about, you know, stuff. But yeah. Definitely, we all be, yeah, every shift we have a, a debrief from the shift that just got off. Like, hey, this is what's going on. You guys might want to look after this. You know, when you come on, they might have these kind of issues. But, and then afterwards, we have our own briefing like, uh, what's everybody, you know, what cases are you working on? Really boring shit, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of humor involved, though. And then we get our first call, i like, fuck, all right, here we go. <laughs> but, it's a, a lot of our a lot of our
0: questions are coming like straight from movies and TV and shit like that, just to let you know. yeah so
3: a lot of people listening are like oh man this is going to be juicy
1: they would be talking about no cops no. all the all the nitty gritty we're going to be like is it like the movies no, <laughs> which is actually no. the next question so like obviously i would i would imagine you've seen some cop movies prior and and also during since you've been a cop like what's accurate and what's like super like off the wall like that's not real because me personally after being in the army and watching so many like military movies it's like yeah. I can't I can't watch them anymore because they're so inaccurate and so terrible like <laughs> like what what is uh what's what's re- kind of realistic and what's like off the wall.
3: Um, I guess we'll go realistic first. Like, um, I guess just the structure of some agencies, like the way they operate, the briefings, stuff like that and uh other than the uniforms that's pretty much it <laughs>
2: Everything
3: else is bullshit. Um, surprisingly not like a lot of cups drink coffee man it's looking really big <laughs> because that's typical right like you yeah see the cup- you
1: always see them drinking co- i know the donuts thing is kind of kind of fact oh, fiction true. a little bit like yeah. I know, like that's a big thing, but I kind of realized, like, that's not a thing. But I think that's that's pretty funny. But like the coffee thing, kind of is like what? Like I'd imagine you guys are just pounding coffee twenty four
3: seven. there will be some people that would uh, they're bringing donuts like all oh, these motherfuckers just want to <laughs> like I, like I wouldn't want to be that cop to walk in with a fucking box of donuts you know to the station because somebody's waiting in the parking lot and just says like these motherfuckers are doing it again. <laughs> there, there was uh, funny enough. There was um. I didn't experience this, but uh, I knew this FTO officer, the field training officer, she would have her trainees go into the donut shop in the mornings and get donuts because she was too embarrassed to go get them. <laughs> so she sent send the rookies <laughs> in the rookies. <laughs> I got blame <Now>, flavor. <laughs> how does,
0: like, I mean, this is probably an easy question for you, but how does the bathroom work over here? Like, you're driving around, can you just, like, shit anywhere? Or people are like, yeah, come in my restaurant, shit, and shit, this is a safe place for you. <laughs>
1: Oh officer, come uh, in, shit in my toilet. <laughs>
3: um yeah, no, man. Uh, some some gas stations are pretty cool about it. Like you just show up in the or like the stores, like they'll hook you up. But um now nah, if you're stuck on a call, man, and you're fucked, you gotta suck that shit up. Damn. And uh yeah, there was a there was one time I was a rookie and there was a, we showed up to like a, a deceased person call. So the dude had just he was an old man that had died or whatever that couldn't I lived like in a little shack in the back of a house. And then I was like, and it was raining outside. I was like, I got a fucking piss. Like, I can't fucking hold it anymore. But my job was to stay with the dead body to the corner, showed up and they're taking forever. So I was like, I got a fucking piss next like, to so this body, dude. Because <laughs> he died in his restroom. So I was like, I had to go, dude. There's no way. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I'm pretty good at my aim. So. <laughs> and, and that's the last thing you want is the corner to be like, we found a bunch of DNA on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> we think he was sodomized and murdered the,
0: the, the golden sh- shower killer is on the loose.
1: Someone kissed him gently on his forehead. I don't know how I can tell that, but...
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be all bad.
1: <laughs> uh, so... Uh, do do you remember the uh, the first person you ever arrested?
3: Yeah, it, and it was a really weird, funny story too. Um, yeah, it was some some crazy white guy that was on meth. Go figure. But we yeah. um, we showed up because he was like he was involved in like a domestic violence incident in a neighborhood, and the people were calling on him because, Holly, you you get the victims calling because they're like used to it and they don't want their man to go to jail but the neighbors like, fuck this guy already. So we showed up and he was being erratic and um, he was uh, being combative. So we finally got him in handcuffs, got him in the car. He was kicking kicking at us and we, we couldn't secure the cuffs really that good yet. So we had to get some kind of compliance. So we uh, um, we tased him and finally got him in cuffs and um, he was still acting like an idiot. We get him to our holding cell for processing. And while we're there, He's flipping now. He's out of cuss at this point because he's in his uh, cell. And I'm get, gathering his information for fingerprinting. And he's just talking nonsense. He pulls down his pants and is like, and this, I don't know what this is. And he's like pointing at his, like, right above his junk. He has this huge, like, boil or that. I don't know what the <laughs> hell it is. This is disgusting. <laughs> There's, like, some creature coming out of him. And then I was just like, I don't know what that is, dude. But. <laughs> Good luck, because there's no way I'm gonna fucking figure Put it your out. dick away. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you see a lot of that, man. It's a lot of uh, a lot of indecent exposures going on.
1: <laughs> what's uh so? Is that your your like one of your most memorable? Like what? Like do you have anything that's just like crazy stuck out in the past twelve years? Like, uh, I mean, maybe good or bad. You know what I mean? Like what? Like what's like some? I get okay. Well, give us like a good memory. Like what? What's like what's a good memory that you've had over the past twelve? That's just like
3: man that was that was cool or... oh good memories always surround like getting kids into safer areas as cheesy as it sounds like yeah, getting the sure. kids out and, and helping them out and or um because i had worked at this one agency for for quite some time like you actually see kids grow up mm-hmm. you remember when they grew up in a shitty household and you know you had to deal with that and then see them later on sometimes it doesn't work out obviously like you see them even worse off but yeah it, but then you see them when they actually, you know, are productive. They they leave their family like, like fuck this, I'm in the military, I'm going to do this, I'm, I'm gone. And you see them later on, they're doing good. So those are always those little, you know, um, those little good memories. Yeah, little small victories, I guess, right? Yeah, but then you get other ones too where you're like, this guy's still hiding dope in his asshole. Just... <laughs> <laughs> this guy's worse do we than we know his dad. <laughs> do we know Man, I love my job.
1: <laughs> Cup of coffee in one hand and a donut in the other with this guy fucking ass spread.
3: <laughs> yeah, as long as you don't use our bindle as a little tea bag, you know, you're good. <laughs> Oh, well, that, so, uh, so
1: throughout like your 12 years, have you ever had like a moment where you're just like, fuck, bro, this is like crazy dangerous. Like, I kind of don't know if I should keep doing this or not. Have you like run into anything like serious like that? Like may, where you consider like, I should probably give this up or I think I should do something different.
3: Um, you go into a like that's, that's what you're told the whole time is that it's dangerous. So it being dangerous has never been like an issue. And given there's some cops that you know they don't they've never experienced something really too crazy, um, I have never had to shoot my gun,
2: mm-hmm.
3: but uh, there's been a, there's been tons of times like where you're about to, um, but I think it's just more of a mean, like fuck maybe I should do this it's not because of the danger it's because of the uh, the liability and what you might lose or how it's gonna take your family. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of people are really. Uh, ungrateful or they don't understand like what you know what law enforcement is trying to do for them and they just you know they're just like want to sue 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 or do whatever yeah it's understandable like with the you know like people they don't they don't know so you can't expect them to understand like why you do certain things like they tell people all the time like just listen to instructions if you want to ask questions they don't find but for the meantime just do what we fucking tell you to do and then We'll figure it out later on. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the handcuffs can always come off. It's it's you know, it we don't have to deal with it right now. Right now there's a problem or a threat we gotta address, and then we'll take the coast off later on. Mm-hmm. But for now, just follow instructions until we get things calmed down, that's it. Yeah. But people don't understand that. It's it's hard because they don't they don't know. Because in well, their mind they're yeah. like, I'm not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't know that I show up and like just I don't know who you are, or what's going on. Let me just figure it out. Just calm down, mm-hmm. chill out. So
0: yeah, it's kind of weird, right? You show up and you're just like, I don't know, really know what the fuck's happening. And then you have to make a decision <laughs> off that,
3: you know? Yeah, yeah. Plus, everybody's lying to you. <laughs> everybody's fucking liars. Well, I do not think That person did something, and is, it's like,
0: is there really but, like, is there like really bad liars, or is there like, um, you could tell when people are lying, or you have you pick stuff up like that?
3: Oh yeah, there's, there's people that are just so oblivious to how bad of a liar they are. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. Like you just talk to them and they just lying through their fucking teeth and it's just funny just to kind of sit back and listen to the bullshit. But uh, yeah, and then they'll go out like, though some of the funnier ones are you uh, arrest these guys because they have dope in their pocket, right? And uh, all right, man, let's go. Like, that dope's not mine. Like, motherfucker, it's in your pocket. And then they're all, but these are my pants. <laughs> Dude, that was a notorious line. It was like, these are my pants. i like, Okay, well, whose fucking pants are they that you're wearing? Oh, they're my friends. I still at his house. And I just took his pants. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> <Just> fucking borrowed <balled laughs> his pants. They had dope in there.
0: Guys, let him go. Let him go.
3: <laughs> yeah. This isn't there my is asshole. I
1: swear. It's not my asshole. That's, those aren't my drugs. <laughs> I don't know how they got there.
0: My friend Levi, he lent me these pants.
1: <laughs> my my friend my, Tommy in uh, Bahama or figure? <laughs>
3: yeah and they're adamant about that too and it's like they want to take the kicks of course like okay man (laughs) but um yeah it's just some people are just terrible liars and they i think they've gotten used to it their whole life just getting away with it but probably not getting away with it just people are like yeah dude whatever man
1: Mm. well what um what's it like when uh when they run you know like you're like hey come over here you know you get called for something and they start they start running i mean are you are you just like, hey, we're pursuing on foot or we're going for it, you know what I mean? Like you have to chase? Like obviously I'd imagine you have to make some effort or whatever, does that happen a lot?
3: No, yeah, it happens often, probably even more so now, even though I've been out of the patrol game, but because people it's always about like um, you know, we're not the the punishment for fleeing isn't that bad. So it's like I'd rather flee if I got a gun on me and talk to somewhere and if I get caught fleeing then that's all they got me on yeah but um uh yeah it just depends too like if you have a reason to detain them like sometimes like we'll see people that are acting suspicious at night time and just just want to chat with them you're like hey like what are you guys up to what's going on like they're not detained but we're just talking to them and they'll take off running and it's like okay fucking run we watch them run down the street because <laughs> we had no legal reason to stop them but then there's some it just depends on like if it's worth the the chase too you know, if we had good information, they're doing something really bad, then we'll chase mm-hmm. after them. But if they're just drinking in public and the stupid, it's like, all right, dude, whatever, man. And just <laughs> fucking let them run. Because you don't want to chase after them and then, you know, they get hurt or you get hurt or they do something stupid by carjacking somebody. It's, that's the whole thing about the job. It's always weighing, um, you know, the the risk versus reward. Mm-hmm.
1: Is there is there like a lot of fat cops in your department? Like, uh, or the no? one I
3: currently work the one I currently work at? um or like SS- just over
1: the past twelve years in general, did you ever have like some fat ass cops or no?
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but some of those cops that are that big, like they've been around for a while and they, they already know how to deal with situations. Like um, when I was a one of my training officers, he was a really big cop, and uh, he had been there for like twenty years when I got hired on. And me being a rookie like an idiot like there was this guy in the parking lot we had a, some guy flagged me down right it was at night and he was like hey i just got robbed by some dude who had a gun he took all my shit he he was last seen in this apartment complex so um i was on training and he was driving and we got off and i was walking around the parking lot trying to find this dude and i seen this one guy just in the distance he was probably like maybe like 30 yards away or so mm-hmm. and uh Instead of me sneaking up on them, like somebody that was smart would do, I was still in that cop mentality, like new cop mentality where, like, they're going to listen to me if I tell them to stop. <laughs> so I find my flashlight at him and I was like, hey, come over here. <laughs> he just fucking, fucking runs. So I go chasing after him, running through the whole apartment complex, and I look back, and my FTO was not there, and he's smart enough to get in his cop car and just drive around until he caught the guy, so... <laughs> 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 So, so you you know when you gain that way, it's because you have experience and you knew how to go about the, the easier way. So <laughs> you just runs
1: him over with this car. That's how you do it, Rook. <laughs> the cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> go get me some donuts, Rook. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, uh, speaking of car, um, have you have you ever you or maybe anybody you know like have have has they ever have they ever like turned on their their lights just to like run run uh, run a red light or just to get ahead of everybody in traffic because it always seems like that's the thing like they'll hit their lights and they'll pass everybody just to get in front of everybody to get the clear uh, i see it
0: all the time dude
3: is, have you done that
1: personally Did you? is that a thing that's a
3: thing right yes it it, it, it for sure is a thing <laughs> but it's not because uh you gotta go take a shit or something or because you want to make it for lunch maybe some people do that i don't know but no, a lot of times, uh, the way the laws is written, and it sounds all fucking boring, but the way the laws written is that you can only activate your lights and um, siren to go through, like, an intersection like that if you're, it has to be justified, right? You have to be going to something that's, uh, where somebody's going to be in immi- immediate danger or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what they do. it, just kind of go through there. But sometimes they may not qualify for that kind of danger. It might be something mm-hmm. where... I just placed my order out. at Panera. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to drive under the speed limit <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: they're, they're, if they do that it's because uh, it's they're heading to something important but it doesn't really meet that threshold of where you know they had to have the lights and sirens on the whole time it's because they they need to get there quick but they don't want to have it on the whole time or maybe they do because sometimes think about it if you're a bad guy breaking into a house and you hear sirens coming you're like oh fuck and get the fuck yeah. out of here so okay. sometimes they'll just do it during the intersection and be like, "Hey, get to this intersection and then turn them off." So
0: mm, that that's makes a really sense. boring answer. That no, and, that's that's legit answer. That's really what <laughs> we But some of them, I'm gonna guarantee, you, not for that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's what it seems hey, like. Hey, sometimes you gotta make that Sonic happy hour, you know? And, <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting close. <laughs>
1: So side note, I, I remember I was uh, Ryan knows this story. We had this friend and it, it's our friend. Um, he told us a long time ago that his grandpa or his uncle had this thing where he hit a button and it made lights turn green. And so he didn't have to deal with red lights. He said that uh, he said that like uh, ambulances have it and cops cars, cop cars have it so they can hit a button and it makes the light turn green. And me, like a fucking kid, like an idiot, was just like, whoa, that's cool, man. I didn't know those things. Like, oh, yeah, man, my uncle had that. And then I, again, like I've told it on the podcast before, I told Ryan that story out loud. And he laughed at me. And then it all just hit me like, that's not a thing. Like, I'm such yeah. Who has a button to make all the lights turn
3: green? So then you would think that's something the Batmobile would probably have, though, right? Yeah. He's <laughs> like,
1: yeah, my uncle had it. You just we kept getting green lights, and he's like, yeah, I got this button. I
2: saw it from an ambulance, and I was like, oh, so, man. Not-,
0: <laughs> not only that, but if you watch the Italian Job, like they have a guy hacking into the system, like get, doing green lights for you know their robbery or whatever, and I'm just yeah. like thinking, like, well, that makes more sense than what Alan said. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. That seems- yeah, it yeah, seems pretty complicated. Yeah, I-, I don't think a simple red and blue light would work. But uh, Are you,
0: are you, um? can you like drive and like type at the same time? You know how, do you guys have like the whole like little system set up or whatever? Like, well, I don't know what goes on in that thing. Is that just running background information?
3: Oh yeah. Like that's uh, basically it's like a, like a fucking tablet, you know, just like anybody else that drives and uses their phones, same,
0: mm-hmm.
3: same concept. We would do it all the time because you go into a call and you like, the dispatch is giving you updates all the time. And first of I start off, like, hey, you just go to a domestic violence call. And that's all you get, because they're still getting intel. And as you're driving, like, oh, you pulled out a knife or you pulled out a gun. You're like, oh, fuck. And you're trying to, you know, read everything in the text and stuff and drive.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
3: what, like some accidents happen, too, because you're just, you're trying to drive with your light and sirens on, watch for traffic, listen to the dispatcher, and then uh, read the computer for location information. Because some stuff they won't put over the air, because a lot of bad guys have scanners, including the bad guys coming committing the crime. So like, Hey, just read the computer. So it's, it's a lot of shit going on at one time, but it, the computer, it's used to run plates, people's information, write reports and get updates from dispatch. Is, <clears throat> now I, I've always heard this.
1: I've always heard this. I don't know if it's true or not, but is there like a radar, or, like automatically on your, Oh, you know how some people are driving fast as fuck, like on the opposite way of a car and they slow down. Like, is there a way a cop can tell that that dude's like uh, speeding or no?
3: Yeah, so CHP does that. Um, CHP has it on the front and the back. It um, it's able to detect how fast you're going, and uh, I think they can pinpoint which car they want to actually test the speed on. Most of them are generally just kind of like a um, like a cone effect, where it kind of just sees what is in the area, and it, I think it records just like the largest vehicle.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but uh, for like regular city cops, and uh, I don't think deputies even care about speeding. But but city cops, so they'll have like the little, the radar. It's called a lidar. The lidar is more uh, a precise uh, device that kind of you can pinpoint which mm-hmm. which vehicle you wanna you wanna pick on.
1: Oh, so another thing. Uh, now these kind of are flooding to me. Is uh, I'm pretty sure you've heard it before. But is a is a quota a thing where you like you gotta get a quota for speeding tickets or littering or whatever. Is that a thing or no?
3: Um shit. Nowadays I don't see anybody getting pulled over anymore. So fuck. I don't know, but. But before um CHP would like, I don't, they can't have like an official quota. They kind of would just pull people over and like say, hey, typically you perform this well, you get this many stops in this area, like why aren't you doing that the same, you know, now? Like what, what's going on? Are you just being a lazy fuck or what? <laughs> so it's it's kind of just like those, those general expectations. They can't actually hold you to a quota. It's just uh like if you know like, if your average is better than this, so what the fuck are you doing? Or if the rest of your team is doing this much, like, you tell me there's no there's no speeders in your area? Like, you're just <laughs> that fucking great where you just, you're out there and everybody's slowing down? People are just so. obeying the law
1: on the days you work? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and that that's what that is. But for normal, like, city cops, they really don't do that unless you're actually, like, assigned to a motor, motor being the motorcycle unit or traffic unit. But even those guys operate the same way, probably. I don't know for sure, but I would imagine. It's like, yeah, if you do this, you normally do this many stops and this many tickets. Like, hey, now you're not doing it. Like, what are you doing? Yeah.
0: Is there like a lot of paperwork? Oh, that's of, where like, I it, was going to go oh, next. God. In, 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 in the movies, bad. they're like, I'll let them go. I don't want to deal with the fucking paperwork, you know?
3: So, <laughs> like, no, that, that, that first, for one thing, taking from the movies, that part for sure is true, dude. <laughs> oh my God. I, I can only imagine the costume for my time when they didn't have computers. It was all just, writing oh yeah those guys probably retired from copper tunnel before anything else (laughs) that shit's ridiculous um so the worst my experience the worst combination is a dui traffic accident with injury because you gotta write a dui report traffic accident report which you have to detail everything out and if there's witnesses and that's terrible dude it's like some cases like when you hear them saying that cliche like you're not worth the paperwork, dude. for sure. That's true. <laughs>
1: yeah. All the people then, listening, you get in trouble. Be like, "Hey, is this really worth it? Worth the paperwork, officer? Or you know, let me go? Or no, <laughs> you're at sure.
0: the DUI accident, just like this is not worth it. You guys can
1: just don't we'll get anybody anymore for the rest of the night. Just go home. It's like.
3: Can you get rid of that buy with anybody finding out? Just, just do it. It's not worth the paperwork. <laughs>
1: Forget. What's the difference between a DUI and a DWI? Are they the um, same thing? I always thought everyone's like, I thought they were the same shit, but everyone I know, and I'm, I don't look it up like an idiot, but
3: what's well, the difference? Uh, DUI is driving under the influence, and DWI is driving while well intoxicated. Which intoxicated, I don't know, dude. I've I never, <laughs> never, tra- never been a traffic guy, but I think it's all about um, whether or not you're um, so DUI you can get with just like one beer. If you're driving like an idiot, um, it's a, it's a lesser charge where you're cause the limit right is 0.08 for your mm-hmm. blood alcohol content. But if you're driving around and you've had one beer and you're just a shitty driver and you can be like a 80 year old Asian lady driving around with one beer and you get <laughs> fucking pulled over. <laughs> Classic um,
1: stereotypes.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's how you get them. Um, <laughs> but uh you know she can get arrested for you if for if you can prove that alcohol has contributed to her being a shitty driver you know where she's being reckless and then DWI is like you know you've had like 10 beers and you're driving like a dumb fuck or you don't even have to be driving like a dumb fuck let's see if your lights out your tail lights out
2: mm-hmm. cop
3: stops you and they walk up to your car and you just smell like a bar and I'm yeah like, hey mm-hmm. step out you smell like alcohol and they find you're in it you're under the in influence because you've had 10 beers then you're you know then you're fucked so okay that's definitely the worst
0: how do you feel about like um the cops like you know and and were around when you were working compared to like where we came from and those cops and Mm. all the i don't know what you'd call them shenanigans or whatever they were getting (laughs) into (laughs)
3: um like where we grew up because it's a smaller town at that time they didn't have much crime so maybe they you know i don't know It, it all depends about the um I think the culture of your city has a big, uh, big part in it. Like, one of the cities I worked in, the people in that community were used to having cops respond to everything, including like a cat stuck in a fucking tree type of thing. But then it went from there, and then crime got really bad before I got hired, and then they were dealing with cats and then dealing with murders too. And it's like, you you can't you can't have you know you can't expect us to deal with both, but with the small town where we all grew up at, um, those guys probably were just like, I don't know, dude, they probably were just trying to find something to do, fuck. They
0: they seem like super troopers to me.
3: (laughs) And probably, dude, there's times where they probably just want to just joke around and they sing at the skate park, I remember, and just talk shit with people. So, you know, they just didn't have much to do, I guess. And they wanted to be, you know, out there and visual so people could see that they're actually out there doing stuff. So, that's probably what it was just having that presence out
0: there i remember one time uh i used to get off like at two in the morning or whatever yeah so i'd get home late you know but my car was always like i never had like tags i, I was always late for tags for whatever reason so dirty, then i would dirty, huh? i would find like <laughs> back ways around to my house or whatever and it, but i would be the only car going through town right at like two or three in the morning everybody's asleep
3: Well, oh, that's an easy one and then
0: yeah so then i was like i remember one time i was like i was going home and i seen a cop car and i was like fuck and then i was like so i just started like i wasn't like speeding or going do anything crazy but i was like I, I can't let this guy see me you know so then <laughs> sure enough he sees me turn and then i'm like fuck i gotta go then i turn 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 and then finally i get to my house right yeah. and and then uh i i uh I stopped, and sure enough, he comes around the corner, and I'm like, fuck, man, and then he, like, he comes out, and it turns out it was my landlord, and he used to get, like, he used to get, like, he used to get mail sent to uh, our, our house still, and he's like, hey, um, can you check to see if, uh, if my golf club came in the mail, like, I think it, it said it <laughs> whatever, and I'm like,
2: Jesus <laughs> Christ, bro, what the fuck is
0: that, <laughs> But yeah. uh, we just always had those. Uh remember when you got pulled over, Alan, for going under the speed limit?
1: Oh yes. <laughs> so uh I used to work late at night and me and Ryan, he Ryan would tag along with me. And we were in our small town of Kerman and uh it was fucking cold that day. And my I had a crappy little like 89 or 80 something escort. That thing took forever to warm up, so I was driving super slow down the middle of town just because my car was, like, super cold, and I got pulled over, and he's like, you know how fast you were going, I think, and I was like, no, and he was like, you're driving under the speed limit, he's like, license and registration, and Ryan still gives me crap about this every, every time, but I gave out my license and I didn't know what my registration looked like. I was like, I don't know what it looks like, officer. He's like, Well,
2: Why?
1: in California, you should know what your registration stuff looks like. And I ended up getting a ticket for for something I forgot what it was, but for being an dumb fuck, for being an <laughs> idiot, yeah. pretty much. Yeah.
0: Well, he goes, he goes. Uh, do you know how fast you're going? You're like, no, officer, and you're like, he's he's like, do you know what the speed limit was? And you're like, and you're like, no. And he's like, forty five. You're going fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> the only car on the road. Yeah. Like yeah. The again. Yeah. Oh man. You were shitting bricks, dude. That shit was so I was, fun.
1: man. How much was that ticket? Uh probably like eighty bucks, but I was like
0: oh, okay. I, I barely had the money man?
3: to do it. You know, I was young and probably broke.
0: Like Five dollars and
3: pennies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Man, nah, dude, we get calls all the time about the paper guys because they you guys are just fucking cruising. To the neighborhood early in yeah. the morning, people are thinking these guys can do a drive by. They give a you an of- old, here's <laughs>
0: the newspaper, let me go.
3: <laughs> well, then, not only that, but sometimes, one time, um, because I would park at nighttime and type of reports, and I would leave my windows rolled down because you hear gunshots. Um, and then I remember the freaking um, the, the newspaper guy was driving by, he didn't see me because I think I was parking the situation in a way that he couldn't see me. But uh, he was just throwing the paper on the wrong side of the street and just heard a big old pack because I think he hit the garage door. And I thought he fucking shot at the house. And they got me all excited. I pulled him over and like, we'll just deliver your paper. I'm like, you fucking <laughs> asshole. Fucking
1: guy, Gun to dude. his head.
3: I was just throw yeah. the paper, I swear. Do you
0: like a drive-by but have all kinds of newspapers like in your backseat. Dude, I'm just throwing the paper.
1: Or you could put the, you could put drugs in those newspapers actually too. I just thought Oh yeah. That. yeah. Yeah.
3: I like that one. Yeah, you can be like, <laughs> those guys when they wrap the gun, like, wrap something around the gun, it'll be in the newspaper and just fucking shoot. <laughs> just a big newspaper silence. Headline newspaper way. boy. Uh... You know, the guy who's in the shooting have some kind of, like, really cliche, like, cheesy line, like, today's news, you're <laughs> dead.
1: <laughs> extra, extra, dead all about it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I had this, um, training officer one time. <laughs> You know, he's like, hey, we uh, he pull this guy over for DUI. And he came up to me, he's like, hey, because, like, you know, I studied everything. I knew what FST the supposed to body test to do. And he's like, hey, have you heard of the, um, the, uh, the Rockstar FST? And I was like, no, what the fuck is that? And he's like, all right, watch this. And <laughs> he told the guy, all right, you know, stand with your feet shoulder width apart. And then with your right hand, when I say rock, you point to a rock on the ground. And when I say star, you point to a star. So we're on the side of the road, and he's telling the guy, okay, rock. So he's like this, right? Obviously, this is where video helps out. He's like, <laughs> rock? See, so he points down. Mm-hmm. Star. So he's rock? Star.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's so good. He's just doing the disco thing. Yeah. And it was just a bicep dude, so he didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I was never brave enough to try that, but, uh, yeah, dealing with drunks, like, sometimes some, some guys would catch some uh, some breaks, man, like, um, at nighttime, we were always busy, but we we're encouraged, like, hey, you know, pull over drunk drivers and shit like that, so, pull over drunk drivers after the bars closed, like, around 132, and, uh, like, one time for sure, I remember pretty clearly that this guy, who was, he was pretty hammered, but he was cool, he was cooperative, he was like, I stayed down the street. I know, like, fuck, ah, you know, okay, I'm going to arrest this guy, do all the paperwork and shit, and he's pretty fucked up. And, um, but then we had a shot fired call. So I was like, oh, dude, today's your fucking lucky day. So I'm like, I don't <laughs> trust you. I don't trust you with these keys again. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to lock your fucking keys in your car. Like, hey, them in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw him in the woods. Go get them, fucking alcoholic. <laughs> and I was like, you're fucking done, dude. You got to walk home now. So I, that's a better alternative than him going to jail. But, uh you know but i've heard though people like um throwing the keys in the fields like fucking i gotta go dude here you go <laughs> yeah that 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 has happened for sure Jeez. i've heard a few of those stories but it's better than fucking a DUI or the paper yeah that's true yeah a DUI. <laughs>
1: i'd rather spend all night looking for my keys or all morning and then fucking getting a dui <laughs> yeah all right well that's a good way to end it so thank you officer for being on here um any last second messages you want to put out, you know, cause all of this is crazy right now. And from what I get this, obviously you guys are just doing your best to help us out. Sometimes shit happens, but I, on behalf, I think of a lot of people's, you know, thank you for what you do. You know, and I know it's stressful and, you know, just be patient with, with, uh, you know,
3: uh, I would say the best thing to do is like, yeah, the cops are never going to know what's right all the time. They just show up confused <laughs> with what the fuck's going on. The best and safest thing to do is just, fucking let's do what they got to say and then just figure out later on like you have your i'd rather be sat on the ground with handcuffs and make myself and then go through my time with cords and end up fucking dead just like yeah for sure <laughs> just 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 uh, figure it out later on and if the cops are in the wrong well then there's a way to deal with it where you can sue them and she have a big payday. <laughs> but uh it, it's definitely better than fucking end up being an idiot yelling yeah. and you get shot if somebody else gets shot and then and that's the end of it so just fucking listen.
0: <laughs> you hear that? You hear that, Alan? You can see that guy who fucking gave you a ticket for going too slow. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah.
3: I should have just
1: listened. I should have paid attention. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for being on here, and Ryan, give us a sign off.
0: Thank you guys for listening, and go fuck yourself.